Hello and welcome back to the show. It's the Frosty and the Frosty and the Pressure. I'll do that one again. Stop. <laughs> you do that auditions. Yeah, that's why I'm teaching. <laughs> They're back. The show with the Pressure and Frosty. Hello and welcome back to the show. It's 2022 and you're with Frosty and the Pressure. It's a brand new show, brand new year. We've got a new... <laughs> what are you laughing at me for? <laughs> just, try, just trying to be uh, professional in the new year. Our New Year's resolution for the show, we're going to do one every month. Second week of every month, you can tune to the show. It'll be fresh and new. We can recap on certain themes. We can sort of critique what's gone right, what's gone wrong. It's going to be such a big year for everyone. Everyone listening out there is going to get a treat for their ears. Yeah, whether you like it or not. And because we're going to be so frequent, um, get involved with us. You know, we're on Twitter at pressure underscore frosty. We're at pressure and frosty at gmail.com. We're going to be throwing questions at you this year and we want to hear some of your answers. We're going to do polls, questions, opinions. If you've got gadget news, tell us your gadget news. If you've got a goat, tell us your goat. So, welcome back to the show. It's 2022. Um, how are you doing? It's January, Dave. I feel... I feel all right. Yeah, this week's been fine. It's just been a bit more of a... It's the first normal week, and it feels quite nice just doing the routine again. It feels, feels all right. I was a bit tired today. It took me a bit to get into... The, I find Tuesdays harder than Mondays, you know. Mm. I can get G'd up for a... I can get G'd up for a Monday and then get on with stuff and not be too productive. And then it comes to Tuesday and I'm just really tired and I'm still not productive. Well, that's the thing. With a Monday, it's an event. You've got to get through it. It's a, if Once you've done that, that's like you've accomplished something. But Tuesday's just another day, but it's early mm. in the week. You know, Friday's great. Thursday's Friday Eve. Wednesday, you're over the hump. But Tuesday's, there's nothing. Just battled through. I ate a whole packet of fruit pastels. I ate some chocolate coins. <laughs> just um, just battled through it by, yeah, quite a few cups of tea, uh, an espresso, and then a coffee a bit later. Love it. I can see. Is that a nearest Nespresso from Christmas? That's my coffee bean grinder. Woo! Look at you! Is it good? It's a bit loud. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a bit loud, but it smells good. You turn it up. Oh! <laughs> that is loud. But you know it works. The louder it is, they could make it quieter if they wanted to. The better that it is. At, that at 6.20 in the morning. But your neighbours love you. No, I try and do all the grinding at night like I've demonstrated to you just now. Or grind when I'm doing something else that's noisy, like the washing machine or the kettle. Or grind when that's on. Or grind when you're grinding. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I like this. Yeah, that's all right. I can work with you there. Oh, yeah. I've got a Nutribullet and um, I gr- grind my fruit. That's quite loud as well, a Nutribullet. Hmm. And uh, I do it every morning now before you work. little sh- <laughs> You showing off about your beans. Yeah, but I don't do it in the morning, do I? As I said, I do it at a busy later time when people would be awake. Yeah, I mean, I would do it if I if I could have the option to do it, but it's got to be freshly done. You know, if I, if you make your Nutribullet smoothie, I'll tell you what's in it. It's frozen strawberries, berries, uh, cherries, a banana, peanut butter, honey, soya milk and oats. 
blend all that up. It's a very tasty, very tasty, satisfying breakfast. But you can't do it the night before because it gets brown. You know, it goes that weird brown colour. So I've got to do it in the morning. And it does get loud. And I'm sure they can hear it. But, you know, I'm not swearing or shouting or playing loud music. Is that your breakfast then? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. When I'm... When I'm on it, when I'm trying to, not trying to, when I am living the way I intend to, with work and things like that, yes, it is. Because it's a great meal. It's an enjoyment. And what do you have on the weekends then, typically? Oh, for a weekend, uh, I'm quite good at making a potato hash. I think I made you a potato hash when you stayed over. It's yeah, nice, isn't it? For Reading Festival. Yeah, I liked, I liked it. I loved it. couple of poached eggs on that, put it to Pasca sauce. It's good, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and then sometimes we might get um, frozen pastries from Waitrose or where, wherever you buy your pastries. Pan au chocolat, croissants, put them in the oven. Takes about 12, 15 minutes and it smells like a fresh bakery. And you've got that for breakfast. It's nice. Now that you've moved, have you changed any of your supermarkets? And do you feel like a different person in any way? I feel like a better person. No, I, we go to Waitrose a bit more because there's one five minutes away from where we live. So it's like our local shop. But we do do our big shop at Tesco's. In the old place, we were near the Aldi's. And I prefer shopping at Aldi than Tesco. Because it's smaller, so you don't take as long wandering around useless aisles. And it's cheaper as well. So I prefer going to Aldi than Tesco's. But um, going to a waitress on a Saturday afternoon for some sushi. Just popping down for some sushi. Getting some posh wine in. It's lovely. A bit too tempting sometimes. There's a really nice shop here called Simply Fresh and it sells just nicer versions of stuff from one year. Just after my birthday, I think, probably around this sort of time, I just popped in there for something and I thought, oh, the, just the people that were in there were a lot nicer than the shop that I usually go to, which is one of the yeah. ones where you can top up. You know, if you've got electricity on yes. a little key, yeah. it stocks one of those. So those are the sorts of people that went in there and I used to go in there for years and I went into this other shop there was different people in there. I thought, this is me now, so I don't really go to the lecky ones so much anymore. The lecky ones are quite good if you want to get some strange foreign sweets or like a cheap Polish lager. Yeah, too, like cordial for a quid. Yeah, yeah, they're good for that. And you know what you're getting with a, with a lecky card shop, you know. I find mm-hmm. them quite, quite fun, you know. But uh, yeah, you go to Waitrose and they let you pass to the trolley. Everyone smiles. You, they take your time on the till as well. In Aldi, they throw it right at you. Yeah, why? It's like I don't a race. know why that's why. Why? What's their problem? It's the same in Lidl. I don't understand why. Just because it's a cheaper supermarket, they have to treat you like scum. Cheap. Yeah. I think uh, I've heard that they do that in the training. They they say for the till operators to be as quick as you can. You've got to do like a certain amount per hour because apparently it saves them money, churning customers out. You know, but I quite enjoyed it. It was like a game me and Stacey played. Like, can you get on top of it? And then putting perhaps loose bananas in a place where you need a bit of space for them to weigh it. Love this it. This is, yeah. So if you can get to it, if you can get it, if you've put your stuff on the belt in the right way. Yes. So that you know where you're putting it and you can beat yeah. the cashier. That's one of the most fun <laughs> things ever. Because when you do beat them, they get so disheartened. They yes. just, that's it. Because when they race, they race, they race. But once they yeah. see they're beaten, they get flustered and then they can't <laughs> find the barcode and then things, and then they're having to tap it in. And you can, because yeah. I get a bit, I get a bit hot. I get, I do my shopping. I usually do self scan. And at that bit at the end, I don't know why, but I start to get a bit hot and I'm like yeah. scanning things and trying to, and that's, I feel, a, I don't know, I feel a bit of angst at that stage and I, I see the roles reversed on very few occasions, but when it happens, yeah. it's a pretty sweet one. 
Yeah, I don't know what it is about being flustered. I suppose it's holding strangers up. I feel like I'm holding them up, putting money in my wallet in the olden days when I used cash. You know, put the money in the wallet took longer than it ever took anywhere else. This is this is goat getting territory, isn't it? Then. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I've turned it into a silver lining because I like it as a game. You know, and I also like saying to them once I've put the last item in and I've beaten the till operator, I'll say pay by card before he says the price. That's cheeky and i like it <laughs> the thing that gets my go is the next person that's coming along and they start they encroach on your space like they yes. can stand you know so that you're at your thing and you've got the card machine there and they should be where they've put the thing on the belt they should yes. stand where the divider is where their shopping starts and they're walking next to you and they could see you if i was still a chip and pinner they'd be yeah. able to see that now i'm just a contactless on my watch but uh, they're just too close it's like get back you're gonna have your turn in i hate it 30 seconds and there's no need for you to be near me especially right now that's a yeah. goat getter for me <laughs> oh yeah queuing and people nudging up right behind you in a queue if you're in the post office and you're waiting and someone's right behind you i always leave about a meter gap just because i like a bit of space and in case someone wants to walk through the queue they can walk through and somebody's right behind me so what i normally do is if they do if they're right behind me, I'll just walk back and just accidentally bump into them. And go, oh, sorry. Very passive aggressive, I know. Very passive aggressive. Do you so aim for their toes? No, I just make it embarrassing. You know, I just just think, oh, and like I'm like, oh, it's my fault, but oh, is it your fault? I let them I let them work it out themselves. I think accidentally I encroach, but if I'm aware, then I'm I maintain a bit of distance. It's quite nice as well, like especially if I'm in a motor car. Yeah. Most most people don't leave space, and then you, thus you can't maneuver. Most people are just like right behind you, and you think, "Where are you going? The light's red. Where are you going? I'm Makes not going no difference. anywhere. You're yeah. not going nowhere, mate." I drive my car every day. I drive my car in dangerous ways. I drive my car outside. Oh yeah, don't tell me about stars. Don't fall off me. I'm working in a new school now, so I'm not commuting to work anymore. I'm really missing it. How are you getting to work then? I'm driving into work. It's 30 minutes. So how many miles is it? 11 miles. Yeah, that's uh, that, uh, it's about doable on a bike, but it's not great in this weather. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm thinking about doing it, but it's quite hilly and I'd love to do it. I prefer to cycle than to um, drive, but it's just that. And to teach all day after that, being all sweaty and... Yeah, but then that'd be your exercise for the day, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah, that's true, but then... I'll think about it. I haven't decided one way or the other I used to ride 18 miles when I was living in Hampton Wick and I was working in Moorgate. Mm. It was 18 miles in each direction. That's, that's very good. Doing 18 miles to to, to work or school, that's always yeah. a bit tough. If you do, yeah, in both directions. But, you know, maybe you could, you could run it, couldn't you? Is there a shower there? No, there isn't a shower there. No. Oh, no. whatever. <laughs> of course there is. Well, run a run a half marathon there. I'm back. That's a whole just marathon. Now and again. We'll just do it one now and again. And you probably you've probably made loads of friends already. You could just get someone else to give you a lift. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Will you sponsor me? I'm doing this run, and then you can you give me a lift home? Thanks. <laughs> oh, when is it the end of school party? I'm going to get a fish and chips for myself and four cans, <laughs> and I'll have some of your picnic. Is that all right? I'm going now. Bye. (laughs) I don't do Secret Santa. So if you're not riding every day and you're not running, how's the fitness going? What are you weighing and where are you at? 
Oh, now that is the million dollar question. Um, I am running. I run before work now. So um, I run four, three miles before work most days. And if I'm not running, I'll be on the weights or the exercise what, bike. What sort of time are you for your three miles? How long is that taking? Well, on an average run, if I'm not like super, super fit and I'm not really, really unhealthy, I'll probably do that in 26 minutes. If I'm just like normal. If I'm really fast, I can do it in 24, under 25 minutes. Um, but right now, 28, 29 minutes. So yeah. I just had, I just had COVID. But yes, 29 minutes at the moment. But um, it's, I'm getting there. I'm on the right track now. This is the first proper week back. So this is my first proper week training. And I'm still getting rid of all of the uh, Christmas bits and bobs. You know, there's always bits there. Like... Uh, I had some dates and some peanuts after work, which is lovely. You know, I'd never normally have that, but what a what a treat. But you've got to get it out of the house. Like the biscuits. We had biscuits last night, all those Marks and Spencer's chocolate biscuits. And I would I just I just need to eat them so I don't eat them, if you know what I mean. They're out. Yeah, I bought some uh, Christmas puddings in the supermarket on in Lidl on Monday for fifty P. Some oh. little ones. <laughs> and then I bought some um uh, some chocolate money today from Tesco for 30p. So I'm just, I'm hanging on to it. I'm not letting it go. You're buying more. I keep, I'm keeping it going. I want to get it out of my head. I had a cream egg the other day and it wasn't very enjoyable for the first time in my life. Whoa, what was wrong with it? It was a term that I'm not too familiar with, but too sweet. It was even like, wow. it even hurt in my teeth. The level of, because the middle is just sugar, isn't it? You know, the chocolate's yeah. chocolate and chocolate's nice because it's Cadbury's. The middle is just icing sugar. So just eat a glob of icing sugar. Didn't really like it. And there's been years that I could eat one every day from when they go on sale, which is pre, I saw them pre-Christmas. Wow. I don't know if I bought one, but I saw one there. I was thinking, oh, shall I for the fun of it? <laughs> nah, just wait. And no, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do it anymore. Yeah, I had that experience when I last had a Cadbury's cream egg as well. And I don't know whether we're getting older and our palates are changing or if the recipe's changing. I can't tell what is happening. How would you know? Because you wouldn't be able to compare this year's to last. Because I don't know if you've kept a cream egg for a stretch of time, but the icing sugar goes, it starts, it kind of goes hard. It doesn't yeah. go like solid, but it goes a yeah. lot harder. So when you get them now, they're gooey and they're runny. But if you keep them for a couple of months after, that, that's, doesn't, that's not the case. What I would love to do, and it's impossible to do this, is to sample um, snacks, British snacks, throughout the years to see how the recipe has changed. Because imagine what roast beef monster munch tastes, tasted like 40 years ago compared to what they taste like now. They'll be very different, I can imagine. More oils, different salts, um, different yeast extracts. The whole process might have evolved. And there's loads of other things like Jaffa cakes, penguins, club bars, discos. You know, they will all be slightly different throughout the years. And I'd really love to work that out, but it's impossible. We'd never find do, out. Do you think fish and chips are still the same? Fish and chips? You're, you're okay with fish and chips, mashed potatoes. But things like um, crispy pancakes, they've got horse in them now, haven't they? My favourite. So I guess in the holidays, you cut loose and go a bit crazy. And then I guess because you were stuck in the house for the last mm. two weeks, did you, what was what were the, some, of the, some of the crappiest food days that you had? Do you remember? Just like dried meats, cured sausages, pâtés. We had some baked cheese, dipped that in bread. Um, we, gammon, loads of chocolates. I eat a whole chocolate orange. 
if I feel a bit ill or I feel illness coming on, and I did last week, I try and feed myself with as much goodness as possible. I drink little <laughs> vitamin drinks, just put veg inside me, loads of fruit. You're eating cheese and cured meat and a chocolate orange. Is that what you... Did you just give up? The only food we had was Christmas food. So we couldn't get any other food. We had to eat what we had. It was, it was great and terrible at the same time. Very did you boring. Have, had you done your Christmas food shopping though? Did you have food yeah. in for Crimbo? Yeah, we did. We thankfully did a couple of days before I had to go into isolation. So we were all set, ready to go, you know. And it was on the 23rd uh, where I had to isolate. Two days before the end of the Christmas run that I was doing. I was doing a Christmas show at the Epsom Playhouse. Having a fantastic time being back on stage, performing. It was amazing, intense, but so good. And then... Very sadly, uh, we had to cut it short. I had to cut it short. They, the show went on. They got an understudy to, to fill in. But um, oh, it was really sort of um, a weird way to end it because we were working so hard. And then the reward was going to be Christmas Day, like the climax of the whole thing. But it turned out to be like a damp squib. Like I was in bed, not working and not really enjoying not doing anything. So it was all a bit of a bit of a downer in the end. But uh, did you do any sort of Sir Captain Tom Tom Moore like run around your garden to stay in shape? Like, what did would, would, did you need to be bed bound, or was that just a lazy <laughs> choice? Good question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did need to be bed. I, I felt awful. I felt really, really yeah. bad. Yeah, because everyone <laughs> said that this last burst is all right, and you know, yeah. I just felt a bit rubbish. But you tend to. Did you um, have it? No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Uh, yeah, I did. I felt awful. I only had the two boosters, I, I did, the two vaccines. I didn't get the third booster. So maybe that had something to do with it. But I was just knackered, coughing. And my dreams were so weird. Like I had such strange dreams. And then I had insomnia. And then it messed with my, it honestly did mess with my mind. Like the way I thought was different. It was awful. It was really weird. It, it changed my mind chemistry more than anything else i was gonna text you but i uh i uh, well i didn't i, I just left it <laughs> i thought well, i'll just leave it you know he's probably having his uh but i was gonna because we were meant to meet up on my birthday we were meant to have we grand were... plans and you'd already sort of said oh i don't know if i um uh, I'm, I'm not sure and i was like well, why don't we could still hang out or you can just go and drink in a bar or something and you were yeah. like yeah so then when you got it i thought well he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah, asked for it. I asked for it. I asked for it and I got it. Yeah. Well, you know, that's... It's a shame I couldn't meet up for your birthday, though. Did you... Were you in Cornwall? Were you still there? Did you come back? I was in Cornwall in the morning and then I came back in the afternoon and then I went out for dinner with my with my parents. Oh, nice. There we go. That's good then. And yeah, it was, it was, the train was packed. 27th mm. of December is when everyone gets on the move. So yeah. the train was packed. Um, so I couldn't really move around. And then I got back and it was like raining in London and the flat was a bit messy. And then I yeah. went to Finsbury Park for dinner of all places. Oh, so Finsbury Park. It was, uh, yeah, I've had, I've had better birthdays. So I was blaming you. I was, blaming, okay. yeah, I was blaming everyone. I can take it. I can take it. <laughs> I can I can imagine you sometimes when you get into that kind of mood you just <clears throat> on your birthday you need to try and pull yourself you know you have to sort of stay you have to sort of see the funny side of it I dropped I a box of eggs in the shop with the gas meter card one once <laughs> on my birthday 
And he was like, could you use a basket next time? And I was like, oh, <laughs> It's my birthday. What is your opinion on uh, someone who has a cracked phone screen? What do you think We've of had them? this already. Yeah, I what? didn't really have too much of an opinion. And you said that people with cracked screens are just lazy slobs who don't have a, like self-respect. Because how can they look at their thing, this thing that they probably spend for me an hour and 40 minutes a day, average screen time. I yeah. look at my phone for that amount of time every day. How could someone look at that through a cracked screen? They're just spores <laughs> of society. And then you had a cracked screen on your last phone for about six months. Did I say that already? Previous episode, the oh, show. Have you heard the show's it? Series, <laughs> series four, episode six. God, Frost, it... Frost phone crack hacked. <laughs> I'm hacked off. People with cracked phone. And then you, t- you just about turned because then it was you. you... Oh my God. It's, so we're going to do one a month and we're already recycling old, <laughs> old material. We. Old oh, well. Do you have a why screen you... protector? Yeah, why would I walk around with a thing that's made of glass and that, you know, can so easily perforate? Because it looks good. This is the man in the cardigan and the burgundy <laughs> polka dot shirt who was wearing his tie <laughs> when this recording began. And it's only because I've told him to take it off. Um, well, you know, uh, I, my, my phone screen is cracked. But why wouldn't you have a screen protector and then why wouldn't you ensure this thing that if you lost it that's a lot of money to lose and the reason why i didn't put a screen protector on it is because apple said it had um ceramic shield a new type of glass eight times stronger than gorilla glass um there's a film on the telly called look up or don't, don't look, look up, up. yeah it's good. It? yeah so that tells you all you need to know about your eight times shield protecting strength. The film is about a meteorite that's going to hit the Earth and Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Hunger Games. Jennifer Lawrence have yeah. to save save the Earth, and then a character that's Bill Gates or ahead yeah. of a ahead of a big phone brand has other ideas, and he wants to harness the potential of the asteroid, which eventually yeah. smashes into the Earth and kills everyone. Spoiler um, alert. That's, you know, and he's just false and fake and has this ridiculous mannerisms and tone and idiots like you believe him <laughs> that the screen won't break. Like, it's a, it's a product. And just because these brands pretend that they're funky and cool now and you can sit on a slide in work, it's just the same as ever before. Things break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. I know. But I'm a fool for... Want, I'm a romantic when it comes to gadgets. I want to believe what they say. I want it. I like the feeling that you Do get. Do you know why that is? Why? Because you play too many computer games, and at the start, <laughs> they're always like, right, it is your quest. You are the last one standing. You must do this. And when I was about seven, I used to think, yeah, yeah I'm going to do this. And you're yeah. now 40, and you still think <laughs> the same thing. Uh, almost 40. He turned around to me and said, You should see the look on your face, mate. I turned around and said, It is what it is. Enough said. Are you down to voice any audiobooks anytime soon? Ah, well, I was uh, asked by a casting director to lend my voice to some children's characters uh, for a CGI story. It's called um, Unicorn Pop or something like that. It's like one of these um, sugary sweet Channel 5 kids shows. And I was playing um, a Cyclops, a really dopey, oh, hello there sort of voice, you know. And um, 
so I, I recorded that and that's sent out for a pilot. If it's been picked up, I'll get 12 episodes recording uh, starting early earlier this year. So if it's picked up, that'll be good. So I watched that. the new series of uh, Toast, Toast of Tinseltown, oh, it's called now. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's on BBC. LA. Yeah, and they were, they were taking the Michael out of him in the booth yesterday when he was doing a voiceover. It's funny. It's something I play now and you can maybe watch it in the telly. I listened to my first audiobook the other day, though. It's called How to Kill Your Family. Oh, <laughs> okay. Bella Mackey. Um, satirical but the person that voiced it was re- I had that it took me I was I really had to persevere to get mm. over their voice because they just mm. had such a this style that was irking me a lot <laughs> so I had to just work with it and then think of you and that audiobook that you voiced that oh. you hated doing and oh, you knew nightmare. it was terrible and then people commented saying this is terrible <laughs> yeah so that's it you've seen the other side of it now you've listened to yeah. someone's voice is really annoying but you still li- listen to the whole book yeah it was so in- it was so interesting and i'd never okay. li- i've never listened to an audiobook before and it was enjoyable to be able to get on the bus and do this thing or go to the supermarket and be do or even just walking around the flat i like walking yeah. around the flat with my headphones in now it's a bit like a long form podcast isn't it yeah yeah i suppose and i do like a longy now and again as well i like the podcasts that um are acted uh, some really good ones out there, and the production quality on um, the dramatic podcasts are really good. Should we good. start making some characters and acting them out then? But we'll improv it, because I can't be asked to script anything. Ah, uh, see, now you are really good at improv, and I just cringe. I can't. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. We can do it. I'm happy to give it a go. Well, Why we don't do it we now? for next month then? Oh, okay. Well, we can do it now, but let's, no, I think no, let's no. make each other characters. I'll make you one or even two characters, and then you make me two characters, and then you can yeah. brief me, and okay. then we'll do like a five-minute thing. All right, well, we'll try it, and if it doesn't appear in uh, February's episode, you know, you know why. We'll get you gold. We'll get you gold. We'll get you gold. We'll get you gold. I almost blew my lid in the cinema. I went to View Cinema in uh, the Oracle in Reading and um, the people there drove me insane. I was sitting next to a couple of teenage boys chatting away getting their mobile phones out in the middle of the thing, texting, showing each other memes, and they were laughing at the memes on their phones. And there were other people behind me chucking popcorn and sweets, other people talking. And when was it okay to put a torch on in the middle of a film to see where you're sitting? If you go to the toilet, they put their torch app on their phone so they can see where they're walking, but it brightens up the whole cinema screen. I, um, I sympathise with you. I Thank went you. to see it and there were people making a noise and stewards came in, told yeah. them off and bloody hauled them out. Take no robots, take no robots, take no robots, take no robots. Gadget, gadget, gadget. News, news, news. From a show with the pressure and frosty. You've heard of Netflix, right? Uh, what? Yeah, Netflix. Well, here now we have Netflix. 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 The uh-huh. TV. The TV screen you can taste. 
<laughs> a prototype lickable TV screen, which can mimic food flavors, has been developed by a Japanese professor. Dubbed Taster TV, 10 canisters spray flavor onto a hygienic film, which is rolled over the screen for the viewers to lick. And if it was made commercially, it would cost about £735. That's not bad for telly, really, is it? It's not bad, is it? And I don't think it would just be food flavors you'd be licking either. It could be lots of different things, couldn't it? It doesn't have to be mm. food. It's a bit too much like you and those stupid goggles, VR. It's a bit too VR for my liking. Getting too real for you. Just go out. You spent two weeks in the house going mad because you were stuck in the house. Just go out. Go and eat Good. something. I don't think this <laughs> overconvenience is just stupid. Oh, let's design myself as a bot and I'll live in google world oh look at me with my my um nintendo wii character i think i'm (laughs) him in real life now like get out the house lick lick something go just go lick something (laughs) lick a lamppost Lick a window. Taste it. Yeah, lick, lick a penny. That's always a fun thing. <laughs> lick a battery. Lick a battery. Yes. And that'll get you. That'll get you that going. Will. Have you okay. heard of smart supermarkets? Tell me more. There is a Tesco in Hoburn, and you walk in. Uh, first, you download an app. You register your credit card or whatever. You scan a QR code on your phone to enter through a train station style gate as if you're swiping an oyster thing. Um, And then once you're inside, the technology follows you around the shop, records every item you pick up and when you're done, you just walk out and then your phone will give you a text to say how much you've spent. So it's a smart supermarket. It just tracks everything you're doing in there, sends you a bill afterwards. That's amazing. It's like you've done an online shop but offline yeah i suppose yeah would you try it yeah i mean if it makes it easier and quicker why the flip not are you and if i go to sainsbury's they've got an app and you scan the stuff as you go so then when you get to the till you've already put it in your bag and that's pretty handy because then it just flashes up on screen and you're gone because it's the sort of get it to the till unpack it put it in bags pack it again that's true and um (laughs) Yeah, anything that's futuristic I like. Uh, getting rid of people's jobs is a bit... Of, yeah, I worked in supermarkets, so that's not a good thing. But it is the future, yeah. so there you go. I like the scan as you go, but I'm scared of it. I've not tried it yet. I, I think maybe the next time I go to Tesco's, I'm going to try scan as you shop. And uh, I'll, let, I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, I've got one more bit of gadget news. And this bit of gadget news is a car can change colour at the touch of a button. Oh, I had one of them when I was young. Do you remember when you put them under hot, hot water? And it, they were called change colour <laughs> yeah. cards. That's true, like, yes. Do you remember global hypercolour t-shirts as well? I had one. I had a global hypercolour t-shirt. It worked very well until my mother put it into the tumble dryer and ruined the chemical on oh, there. Oh, what? But I was so pleased with it. I had a friend who, um, but he had a t-shirt and he was sitting next to me on a school trip. And he said, look, mine changes colour as well. And he got some spit he just uh, put spit on his on his top and went a bit darker. <laughs> he goes, look, my change his colour as well. <laughs> Not like this. Oh, dear. Can you imagine if they put global hypercolour back and they had, you could have a global hypercolour suit? You'd see all your warm bits change colour. Gadget, gadget, gadget. News, news, news. On a show with the pressure and frosty. Okay, shall we wrap this one up? Our January ep up? Well, uh, good to see you again. Yes, it's been fun. It's good to start the year with a bang. Good to, good to hear you're back. Hear. In, uh, you're back fighting. You know, as fit as you usually fight, which is 
just sort of up and down and very susceptible to any cough and cold and very <laughs> oh go, go, go. <laughs> well just you wait i've got i've had uh covid and uh, the the statistic is half of europe are due to get covid right so mm. when you get covid let's see how you feel about that yeah i think i had it early doors so Maybe oh, I've had right. it a few times, but... Uh, it was too cool. You had it before it was not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, had it first, I had it first time around. Did it in oh like, my God. You know, 2019 or something. <laughs> Trend said, oh, you're the alpha variant, did you? That's yeah, a cool yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> the hard one, the tough one. This new namby-pamby one. All five days and you're fit again. And you let you, you manage to drag it out for two weeks. Well, I hope you don't get it in the time between this podcast and the next, Dave. Okay, and, thanks. Um, and... Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you in February. Okay. Right. See you, everyone. Bye, everyone. It's time to say goodbye. But there's no need to cry. My favorite. We'll be back again sometime. <laughs> the show with the pressure and frosty. Email the show. It's the way to go. Pressure and frosty at gmail.com. Well, who the hell are you?